Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. I'm Jacqueline. And today on the pod, we're talking Survivor Australia, episode number nine. Can't believe I didn't think to come in on uh, nine. Revolution 9 by the Beatles. We'll have to exit that way. I feel like we always come in the same way, don't we? Don't we come in with um, Alex Cameron all the time? We've been doing a roulette of different Australian rock the okay. last couple of episodes. All right. Nine. Nine episodes. We're on our ninth episode. Number nine. And we're still, like, woefully behind. Yeah, like Sisyphus, we're always rolling that rock uphill, and then it seems like every morning there's a dozen new episodes of Survivor Australia to watch. I mean, come on, Vietnam. I really try. It's good that Twitter suspended me briefly for following too many people in mass. I, like find myself just following a bunch of people and then unfollowing them to try to ratio out my followers to followees. Goodness. Just always trying to get the pot out there. Pot. But, um, so I can't, I'm just off Twitter for the next couple of days because we can't like or retweet things or follow <laughs> people. And, uh, avoiding spoilers is next to impossible. I need to find another way to get the podcast into people's ears without being on social media. Hmm. That's hard. We need like someone who's not involved with recording the podcast. We need to like drop a social shit. media manager to be doing shit all day. So if any of you uh, fans of the pod are just like twiddling your thumbs with your free time, like all of us are, we pay very well in adulation and attaboys. And uh, if you're in the continental U.S., we'll even, like, ship you some of my baked goods. Maybe even if you're not in the continental U.S. Mm. This is Survivor Cast International, Jackie. Yeah, I know. We know but no borders. My baked goods would probably not make it through customs. There's no guarantee it'll get to you, but we'll put it in a mailbox with your address on it. <laughs> okay. Sophie um, is gone. Sophie, bye-bye. She actually left this time. The door did not keep revolving, but it shot her out. I want you to think about, over the course of this episode, for when we come back from break or when we end the ep, who are your top five and who do you want to win? Fuck. I want to gauge where you're at at Can this we, point in the how about How about at the top of episode 10? Because then I will have consumed an episode and everyone will be fresh in my brain. Okay. and I'll, right. I will be on it during episode 10. So at the top of episode 10, that can be our opener conversation. Top of 10. Top of 10. Top five. Who's going to win? At episode 10, we'll give you my top five. Okay. And at who will win? 10. Who going to win? 10, 10, who gonna win? So we start with the Water Tribe. Yes. And KJ is, of course, like Nina before her, struggling a little bit with having sent their loved one home. But you know what? I saw that hat, mate. No, that was awful. You saw the This Holiday Sucks hat? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think we gotta track this hat. I don't know if any other pod is doing it, because I don't listen to the other pods, so Spoilers. I don't taint my opinions. But... Why did you look at me when I said taint? It's a word that you should be able to say without getting looks, okay? It's I just, mean, it's a fully functional word, not referring to any part of the body. It does refer to the body. Yeah, I know. It's also like, oh, like that meat is tainted. It doesn't, oh, okay. Yes, the, this holiday sucks hat. It's hanging up somewhere. <laughs> meat tainted. Um, 
So KJ does, she's playing for her and Sophie now, and we're at day 19. Yes. Um, and you know, I think that I would be brokenhearted if you had left me on the island. If I voted you off? No. If I was still there and I had voted you off, I would miss you a lot. Yeah, but you can't be brokenhearted that you voted me off. But KJ luxury is clearly... You can, yeah. So I'm saying she yeah. needs to fucking buck up. Buck the fuck up. Sam, though, is very happy and relieved to have Sophie gone and mm. is very curious if she can play with KJ, how that's going to work, if there's going to be lingering tension or unhappiness. There's some really interesting, like, groupings for Sam happening. Sam seems to be in the middle of a lot of stuff. Yes. I'm wondering, do you think KJ is safe or is she close to the chopping block i think she's safe yeah. i think that at least for two more vote outs if this tribe stays as it is they're going to go for bigger players there's not going to be the residual let's no. just clean up the rest of this mess and get the other sister out that con idol issue is like real fucking touchy the con idol issue which is now like it's arced the con idol arc taking several episodes um they just want to scare it out of him. They want to scare him into playing that idol. Don't hey, necessarily want to see him go. Hey, Khan. Boo! Maybe, maybe yelling, no, yelling into the microphone. Probably right. a bad we, idea, both sorry. for the microphone and the listeners. I maybe didn't think that through. Yeah, not a great joke either. Uh, they want to scare the idol out of Khan. And he, though, he kind of leaves some of Sam's worry saying that post-merge he would be willing to share the idol. Yeah, I don't think that's true. You don't really? Fuck no. Yeah, I, I found myself wondering about that. If uh, I, It's definitely a thing to say, right? I, it certainly is a thing to say. When everyone knows you have an idol, of course you're going to say, yeah, we make it to merge. You bet I'll share that fucking idol with you. Of course I'll use it for the greater good of our alliance. If that is saving me with it. It's really when you're like talking in the river, when you're doing river talk with right. Sam, you're just going along with the flow. It's impossible not to be easy going. Do you think anyone like drove off the road when you went, boo, ah, like, <laughs> I was driving a car and <laughs> fucking swerved. Fuck. How many piles did you just I'm cause? So sorry, it was so how loud. Many different points of the I world? feel awful, okay? I am louder than I expected. I should have just been like, Boo, like scary boo. Right. Why didn't I do that? You're on a fucking podcast. The noise volume doesn't affect the listener in a positive way no. whatsoever. As I'm sure listeners have come to know, we don't have sound engineers. <laughs> this podcast has minimal editing. So it just goes as it goes and uh, goes as it goes. I mean, there's no like, OK, let's even all these different levels out. I'm sure sometimes we're not it's seeing like, any like floating colors no. that like. Yeah, there's there's no bar that goes from <laughs> green to yellow to red as we get too loud. I'm yeah. sure I've blown their ears out coming in way too loud with the music and then it drops down to them. <laughs> like the the intro music, I'm sure, is at one volume and then we're way higher and. We talk at a different level than the music, and it's a mess. Um, Hashtag slop pack cast. Slop <laughs> cast. Well, just reiterating it. They are using leaves for their plates while they're eating with mm. some, like, sticks. That's really fun to see. Like, 
what they utilize. It reminds me later when we see Chrissy like really, or maybe it was last app, like really washing up with the eucalyptus, like mm. sticking it like in her clothes Everywhere. and stuff. Yeah, we're seeing that with the, I think Khan does it this episode and Chrissy did it last episode. Speaking of hats, Sam is now wearing this Pharrell hat that I swear I've seen either Croc or Khan or somebody in. There's a game of fucking hat roulette going on between the two camps. It's uh, musical hats. Musical hats. My students asked me if we could play musical chairs today, and I'm like, fuck no, guys. That takes so much setup and teardown. We've got five minutes. It's also inherently chaotic. It involves, like, dashing for a chair and somebody not getting it. I think maybe it's just a recipe for disaster. Their response to that? Well, then can we play a Cold Wind Blows, which is also a game where we set up chairs and you run from chair <laughs> to chair? No, you guys. No games involving running in chairs, okay? <laughs> How about a cakewalk, Miss Doyle? Can we do a cakewalk? <laughs> what cake you got? All the different variations on chairs, <laughs> music, and us scrambling to get to the chairs. Speaking of scrambling, let's talk a minute about Sam. Okay. I don't, I, that's not a good segue, but Speaking of scrambling, how about some Samblin? Now, Let's talk rambling Sam. Sam is a fucking dangerous player. She's very, very methodical. She mm. really is like playing low when she needs to and playing hard when she needs to. And I think, I think so far she's been pretty under the radar besides her spat with Sophie. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I'm real curious when when Sam's going to become the target and if it's going to happen too late. I wonder if Sam will become the target. I think she definitely is in competition for people that have a real shot at making it to the end. Mm -hmm. And part of that is because she's very savvy with her social game. She does not read as a huge threat to the rest of the tribes that she's been on. No, I agree. She's good at ingratiating herself in. But she's a fucking... Being present, helping at challenges. Mm -hmm. She's a fucking beast She is a beast. She's very fit and very strong. Yeah. She's female, Mark. Here's a question I have for you. Okay. Um, Regarding next ep, top five who's going to win is it like top five my favorite or top five who's going to be the top five i want to know your top five who are your top five favorites and then who do you think is going to win not who do you want to win but who do you think is going to win and it's not who i think will be in the top five but who are my top five favorites of the people remaining who are your top five who are my favorite your faves who are my who fan are faves? jackie's favorite i'm voting fan fave not not best. who's yeah okay. who's played the who's going to be cool. the final five people in the game or who has played the best game even just who's your fave fave five cool just need to clarify You've heard that. of the fab four well this is your fave five okay is that clear it up um uh, speaking of clearing up are you ready to hop into the blood what <laughs> good segue yes <laughs> So something, speaking of clearing up, <laughs> something bit segues. Nina and others in the night. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, I would hate to, like, wake up with a bunch of fucking, like, because it seems like they had, like, holes. I know, like, in, in their, their skin. skin. Not, like, bumps, but, like, fucking holes. Uh, I, uh, parasite uh, is, like, No, let's not. Can skin? we not talk about this Didn't anymore? we talk about not uh, making retching noises oh, on the mic? Oh, but then you make... Like I can you, feel you that. Don't, you do the squirmies. It was extend your not, shoulders. You don't need to make the retching. I do it unintentionally. I don't believe you. 
You don't do it in life when I talk about holes in your skin. Well, we don't talk about that very often, if ever. Never. We've never talked about holes in our skin. Amy is very unhappy with Red 2.0. She's on the outs, and she feels like it's hard to read the dynamics, doesn't know where she falls. She was initially very close with Jordan. But now he is with his cousin Josh, and now what am I ever going to do? I feel for Amy here. That's a tough situation, and I like Amy a lot. I think Amy is definitely very high in my estimation of players at this moment. (laughs) Um. We get a confessional from Josh, and I think it might be our first confessional from Josh. I don't know anything about Josh, I feel like. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, Josh has been pretty under the radar. And then we get kind of one of these commercials for Josh. Yeah, it's sort of one, but not fully. It's not the same thing they've done for other people. We get like a weird pilot clip. commercial. Yeah, we get a clip inserted don't forget of to fly. Josh talking over him with shots of as a pilot. It's so not weird. the thing they've done for other people where his name comes on screen, taking up the whole screen. And then we get like a full on I'm Josh and I'm a pilot. And this is why I'm on Survivor. And it's just like, he's saying something that relates to being a pilot. And it shows a clip from his commercial of him doing pilot stuff. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. It's so weird. What is this? This is so fucking weird. The decision with the names and that whole thing is fucking bizarre. I like don't understand whatsoever. <laughs> Stick to a template. No and use joke. that template. What are you all over the place? <laughs> it's a hot mess. They clearly were having like. This person got COVID, so then this person edited this episode, and oh, then this sure. person got COVID, so then this person was editing. Baton passing yes. COVID. I feel like that's what was happening. There's, like, notes, but they're not, like, okay, every so often this we're supposed to apparently, like, sick? cut to a, a commercial, commercial of the person. For the person? And I don't know. What? Their name should be on screen. I don't know what this means. <laughs> Hold off till episode nine for Josh. Okay. <laughs> and Nina and Josh toying with maybe being in an alliance together you know little cat paw oh meow 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 there's an interesting quote from nina where she's like i don't want to just be with a bunch of women i want to be with both strong dudes and ladies at first it sounds like she specifically doesn't want to just be lumped in with the ladies but she doesn't want to be lumped in only with the ladies she wants wants to play with the strong people no matter who that is mixture interesting that she's feeling concerned about being like pigeonholed into only working with females yeah i think that there's always like this i mean i'm i am very guilty of it i'm always down for a lady alliance i'm like always down like hammock hussies always down for it yes always down to see a group of ladies band together and get men out of a male dominated game absolutely i mean i always deferred to brandon clark the great brandon clark friend of the pod creator of can you survive look for it this summer season two shout out brandon clark great charity congratulations i don't know if we've congratulated brandon clark on the pod for getting engaged last year to the happy couple dingling ding reading reading bells wedding bells or reading bells if they're red Sure. Um, if they use bells. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. He, he, you know, his mentality of it's just they're always the underdog, the ladies. Lady alliances always get squashed so quickly. So rarely do you have like a majority of women in the finale or moving, you know, as we post merge. So it, I also tend to root for the lady alliances. I love it. I defer to that opinion. 
I will also say, though, Nina is wary of the duo that is Josh and Jordan. Rightly so. It seem, it's seeming like right now those not in a partnership or like that have their partner that hasn't been in their tribe are really starting to go after those in their partnerships. Makes sense. I mean, you want to even out the status quo a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's like a built-in alliance that you have, essentially. Yeah. Should we move to reward? Let's get them some loving. Everyone's gagged and happy that there's no more Sophie. Lots of like, oh, finally. the um, KJ speaks very nicely of her sister. Says she went out with class and dignity with her chest high. But then also, I'm off the Christmas list. Nina gets asked, like, well, the same thing just happened to you. Can you relate to KJ? It is KJ, I think. Not KG. I was saying KG. Not KG. No. Um, and Nina's like, you know, it's kind of bittersweet to have your loved one gone. You you get to play your own game and you don't have to worry about somebody else. Mm-hmm. But also, like, you don't have your loved one. Yeah. So, yeah. Focus versus having support. And what they're doing in this reward is one-on-one, a person from each tribe, (laughs) they're, like, playing tug-of-war with a pole. Yes. And behind them, they're standing on a platform above water, behind each end of the pole, so if I'm on red tribe, standing behind me is a member of blue tribe, and if I'm on blue tribe, standing behind me is a member of red tribe, the goal is to pull the pole far enough in your direction to bump the member of the opposing team that's behind you into off the, the platform into the water. Hilarious. Great. So Great. fucking funny. Fun. How much would it suck to be the person that's like getting pushed into the water by a giant pole though? Yeah. It's funny. Just like, you're not how, a strong member of our team. There I, you go. I love when the pole is just inching towards them and they lean away a little bit, or it's just or like lean bumping it, against like, them a little or, bit, yeah. you know? A really fun challenge. It's kind of like dunk tank mixed with yes, tug of war. Absolutely. Um, yeah. What did I have? And the reward is fish and chips. I had like a lab, like my in my first round, I didn't realize the setup of this. Like I didn't fully understand. Yeah, it definitely took me to see it before it clicked for me. My notes literally said, laugh out loud, I didn't realize this was dunk tank style. Funny. Dunk <laughs> so, tank style. Yes. I love that. Um so fish and chips. Everyone's so happy for some fish and chips. Particularly Chrissy. There were I, some guesses that it was going to be barbecue, but she called it. I did not eat any fish and chips when I was living in Australia. Or not right. visit when I visited Australia. When I was living in New Zealand, however, I had fish and chips a bunch. Really. A good. dish that's made its way to the US, of course, but is always just associated so with much better. England and Europe. I had it in London. Mm-hmm. Very tasty. Nothing like down under fish and chips. (laughs) I've never had down under fish and chips. Mm, We're getting ever closer to it, Boo Bear. I think I've officially decided to move away from the bad Australian accents. Oh, no. Just fear that it's overstayed its welcome (laughs) at this point. I should have probably clued you into that decision. Well, you should have. I'm (laughs) over here doing them horribly by myself and not understanding why you're not countering (laughs) me with an even worse one. All of our down unders and and what that hat made. And Foster's, it's Australian for beer. I saw that hat, mate. <laughs> All of our crocodile Dundee and koala and kangaroo jokes. Let's send them away. Okay. Let's send them to an island in the middle of the ocean, far away from 
the oh. respectable continent of our podcast, some type of prison island. Like those Crazy. giant islands of trash just floating in the middle of the islands. I mean, I was jokingly kind of referring to Australia. Oh, and okay. then you kind of just got Australia. Oh, a, no. A trash That's island. That's not what I meant. I meant those literal islands of trash that they take bags of trash to because we have no more land to put trash on, apparently. All right. Anyways, back to Survivor Trash Island. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's I mean, awful. We live in the United States. We're not allowed to we call. We are trash. Yeah. We're trash continent. Well, Mexico no. and Canada are okay. We don't. I mean, they've got their own I was gonna... as well. <laughs> but, uh, you know, as a country, we're we not allowed to call any. Earth. Can't call any other country trash. because We, our we are the trashiest of trash. Fucked up. At least Australia can handle its mass shooting problem. They had like one and then took care of it. Let me give you tons of money for your guns. Anyways. Round one. It is Mark and Jordy. After Red Red sits out Dave, by the way. Yes. Juicy Dave. Juicy Juicy. Dave. We're just calling him Juicy now. Juice is on the bench. Juice. Juicy sitting out. I always think of uh, the song Juice by... um, Lizzo? No, by um, uh, Notorious B.I.G. Ah. Birthdays was the worst days. Now I drink champagne when I'm thirsty. Maybe that's the voice you should get rid of. The horrible <laughs> accent. I wasn't even trying. I mean, I, <laughs> birthdays was the worst days. He's more baritone than I am. I'm not even trying to do a notorious B.I.G. impression. I was meekly rapping lyrics of his. Okay. I'll give you that. <laughs> So one. yes, Mark and Jordy versus Croc and Jess. Sam says Jesse. that Mark looks like Wolverine when he walks past her. Um, it's Kong versus Zilla, the sequel, and that's Kong with a G, because Mark is King Kong. Mark wishing he would have left his shirt on, and I'm wondering if that's like a fear of friction or something, or oh, if the pull is bet. hot. Even just like your skin rubbing against it and getting pulled as you're tugging on it. They both kind of like are using their legs to like kind of leverage and pull outward in a way. And for a while, it's fairly because Mark is pulling and Croc is pulling. (laughs) I'm just like giggling over here watching the host talk about a big tug on his pole. Come on, that's the worst (laughs) low hanging fruit. (laughs) It's like. You can't say anything without bending over backwards to make it a sexual. I mean, that one is not any bending or going backwards. He literally says a big tug on his pole. You're the type of person, I guess, who someone's like, I'm going to go grill some meat up. Oh, giggle, giggle. He said meat. Playfully. (laughs) Someone (laughs) Someone had to make the joke. Okay. Then for we are pushing and pushing. Yes, it's um. They're kind of just trying to wear one another out. And then this thing that we'll see repeated time and time again, Mark starts to get a foothold. He starts to pull ahead. And then there's just no bringing it back. When It's almost like when you do that thing, when you're lying on your back and another person's lying on their back and you're like pushing your legs into each other, like your feet are connected. You know what I'm saying? And you're trying to get the other person to not have their knees. Or to make them knees bend. To make your legs extended. Okay. It's like once you get to a certain point, there's just no coming back from that. Yeah, I feel you. That's a clear illusion, right? Absolutely. (laughs) We've all been there. For sure. That's something everyone does on the daily. Once once the other person gets the pole to a certain point, very difficult to stop them from winning at that point. It's like arm wrestling. 
for sure hard to come back from mm. round two ladies round chrissy and sam on blue versus melon shay for red chrissy wants those chips and you know shay is gonna let her have them yeah i mean again it's like it's even for a bit chrissy pulls ahead and chrissy gets it chrissy's going for those chips one to one gonna take it Round three, KJ and Ben on blue versus Amy and Josh on red. Men are pulling, ladies standing. Someone as Ben walks by makes a comment that How Ben's legs are his legs so are? skinny. I didn't know if that was Shay saying that. I'm not sure who said it. I think, I think it, it might be Shay. Shay, of course, because it's like his partner. But like, yeah, ooh, I like worry for people who like really slim out while playing. Uh, Josh. I have a note, Josh, frantic to bring it back. I don't know what that means. Oh, like furiously tugging at the pole at one point because Ben was like, oh, yes, ben, really on it. Who is Ben is a beast, as we've seen throughout the season. And I think it's spoken to later in the episode, but apparently takes losing very hard upon himself. Oh, he got really angry. He like slams his body on the ground. And so obviously, OK, there's like a. Ben is winning, but then Josh just like furiously does yeah, it and he gets, takes like, it this, out of like, nowhere. Manic yeah. out of nowhere, gets a bunch of ground back, and, and the like, poles just keep like bumping into Amy. It's one of these moments where it's just like kind of uh, like no, no, touching her no. continuously, and then, yeah. yeah. But then it just like throws KJ in the water. Josh just takes it out of nowhere. Yeah, but yeah, Ben like throws himself onto the ground as like scream like I'm like it was yeah it was, much. It was a bit much. Uh, round so now round four. four. Josh and Jordan, cousins, reunited, working together this time instead of against one another. And if they can beat Croc and Con, Croc and Con, they can take it. Um, Croc versus Jordan on the pole. Youth versus beauty. Ooh. Um, Jordan gets close, but Youth then versus, is Croc beauty? Then I mean, obviously. Okay. Cool. It's like, this is one, this is maybe the one where it's like the most back and forth. Oh, Jordan yeah. almost has it. Croc pulls it back. And then Jordan digs in deep and pulls it back from Croc. And it's just back and forth. Khan does this like lean into the pole moment. Like, I dare you. I fucking dare you. I'm not afraid of this pole. But then Jordan just like. Red takes it. Croc is pissed. He swears. He wanted to get those fish and chips for Chrissy. Chrissy is so hungry. Yeah, we, we go to Chrissy's talking head just talking about how starving she is. And yeah, she like does like an Oliver Twist impression. I'd like some more, please. <laughs> no mush or fish and chips for you, Chrissy. Nothing for you. And then that's a, it's a red win. Let's let's uh, hop on over to that fish and chip shop. Head on over to the Red Tribe where they've got quite the feast laid out. So we're rolling up to this cute little fish and chip shop. There's just a heap of food, tons of food, like always after. I feel like I say that after every food challenge win. Now, they aren't getting the option to like share with any loved ones like they were earlier on in the season. That almost seems to be out the window at this point. They haven't been given that option the last couple times, I feel like. I wish that there was a little bit of tease with that a little bit still. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that. I like that aspect of having to make that call or even like switching it up and having them. They're going to come back and watch you eat it at your camp. Mm -hmm. 
Um, they don't only get fish and chips. They also get salad. Yes. So that's fun. It looks tasty. It does look good. Uh, How do you feel about this on the scale of food that you want to eat while on an island? I mean, it's staying in the same food palette. You're eating a lot of fish. I don't know if you'd want necessarily like fried fish, but like it is like really stepping up what you've been having. It might be like some taste of home and it will like give you good energy. I feel like total lots of protein. If you're feeling cautious or if it seems too heavy, you could always unbatter that fish, you know, take the crust part. Yeah. Forget the chips and eat salad and fish. And that would probably do you pretty well. Um, Shay, really happy that she's no longer vegan. Well, she was a vegan for six years, but now she's going pescatarian because she's eating fish. Well, I feel you, Shay. She started eating fish prior to going on Survivor. Was it prior? Yeah. I missed that. And then, um, she did have, like, sausages at, like, the last reward. Like, oh, I'm a vegan, but... I think maybe you're just not a vegan now, but that's okay. That's okay. And Survivor are you know, intense mitigating circumstances. I think it's okay to eat meat while on Survivor. Get that protein. Yes. Um, Jordy bites into a lemon. It's a fun moment. He just bites a lemon just for yucks. He's always looking for the yucks. Um, I have in my notes, Josh thinks Mel equals one each. And I, what does that mean? I bet you're saying leech. Because oh. Josh thinks that Mel, yeah, it's funny. Even in my notes, it also kind of looks like one each. That's the word leech. <laughs> okay. Josh thinks that Mel is coasting and kind of calls oh, her a, yeah. a parasite or oh, a leech yeah. and wants that was to get like, her off. Super harsh. Well, geez, I don't know because I've hardly met Josh, whom I don't love, and he talks about his hashtag cabin crew. Like he's got to like assemble his cabin crew because he's a pilot. So we've got to talk and pilot talk. Right. I roll. Don't like Josh. I wish I knew how I felt about Mel because the show never fucking puts her on screen. No, none of the, not, no twin talk? Come no on now. No twin time at all? Fucking stupid. Failure. I will say, like, I don't notice anyone getting any type of clue or hidden anything during this no, either. No, I was expecting, similar to the hot dog thing, for everyone to be kind of doing their own thing and one person to scope in on it. But if it's there, no one finds it. No one found it. Swipping over to the water tribe. Splish splash. Morale is low. Chrissy's really struggling with how hungry she is. They've lost the both the last reward and the last immunity. So it's the last two things. And that's always tough. She's gone 19 days without her babies. She's missing her kids. She's got three kids and a husband. Feeling real homesick. There's just kind of a somber vibe to camp all around except for Khan. Khan's like fuck these fuckheads i just want to win he has this interesting perspective of it's you know he hates to lose but you kind of it allows you to see who's in a place of weakness who mm-hmm. that's like not getting the reward is a real blow to their morale and who can rise above it i think that's a very interesting perspective i like Khan and i like amy both quite a lot okay um, Ben, like, there's some reflection on how hard Ben was on himself at the challenge and like, hey, man, lay off. Like, don't be so rough on yourself. And I think maybe because he is so rough on himself, Khan starts to eye Ben as a person to maybe send home and feeling that it's no longer a game that needs to be centered around Bron. Khan just wants control. 
he does just want control. He openly says, I just like control, just here to play Survivor. It's crazy that it's day 19 and I'm still here and I have an idol. Like, he's like, what the fuck are you people doing? It's crazy you've let me get this far. Don't you know I'm King Khan? You're allowing me to scale the Empire State Building before your eyes. You haven't even scrambled the planes yet. What are you doing, fools? And then we're at immunity. Holy shit. All right. This is another quick episode. This felt very quick. So they're at the top. There's just this talk like red is on a tear. Are they going to be three for three? Can blue stop the red juggernaut? Well, Ben, as he so eloquently says, is ready to take it to the next level. And you know why he's ready to take it to the next level, Jackie? Why, Cody? Because he's wearing the This Holiday Sucks hat. He's wearing it at immunity. Hell fucking yeah, he is. Nina returns the idol. And what they're doing here is they have these long poles with kind of pincers at the end of it. Classic pincer spool survivor (laughs) challenge. You're carrying these spools through a course one at a time. It's like kind of... um, What's a good description for it? It's like, it's knee level metal bars where you kind of like, it's in a grid, kind of like a side by side grid of two. It's kind of like a bunch of like wooden boxes all stacked next to each other. And some are on the side, so you hit the panels. And some are on their back, so you can step into them. You have to high knee it through this thing. It's almost like hopscotchy, but you're not jumping and the things are like at your knee level and you've got to maneuver through it. Mm -hmm. If you're a big person with big feet, it's going to be tough. If you're a tiny, nimble person, it's going to be a little easier. Unless you have short little legs and then it'll be really hard for you. Long legs help. And you're stacking these spools at the end of it. Six stacked up, I believe. Eight. Eight stacked up. And... Everything's metal, so if you bump anything on the way there or the way back, it's going to vibrate and knock the spools over. Yes. You're doing this one at a time, first to eight wins. And you have to stack and then get back. Stack and uh, and back. You know, that comment from the first challenge about Benny's skinny long legs Mm. is going to come into play here, folks. So it comes back around. I didn't even connect that, Jack. What? Wow. Yeah. Ben, your legs are looking real skinny. Yeah, Benny. God damn, we're supposed to leave that behind. Jesus Christ, Cody. All right. Well, Mel's going to sit because I'm very clumsy, Jonathan. And it can't be Dave, but he's so juicy. He's so full of delicious fruit juice that they think they wish they could sit Jave. Dave. Jave. Mm. They should call him Jave. Jave. Juicy Dave. Just call Juicy him Jave. Dave, Juicy Dave. Um, so first up, Amy's going through for red, up against Michelle for blue. Uh, looks pretty tough, the obstacle. I mean, i I would be terrible at this, I feel like. Yeah, it really just takes like slow, in control. You can just imagine being tired and fucking it up, though. Right. Just like looking away for a second, getting distracted for a second, trying to go too quickly or too slowly for one second. You fucked. Michelle starts to fall behind. Um, yeah, it goes Amy and Shay before yeah. Michelle's able to do one. Amy gets back. Shay goes in. When Michelle finally does get back, Sam goes in for blue. Both Sam and Shay are really steady and really quick. They're tiny and they're fast and they're not the tallest, but they make it work. They can do the high knees just fine. Shay does well. Nina does well. 
Yes, Nina's in the same time against Khan, and then it's KJ versus Josh, and uh, Blue is just lagging slightly for all of these. It's yeah. like, they're pretty even, KJ versus Josh, Jordy for Red going against Chrissy for Blue, Jordan for Red against Jesse for Blue. And that's when it happens. The gap, Blue slightly behind, the gap starts to close. Jesse's catching up. Jordan fucking bumps something. And it all comes tumbling down. The entire red stack comes down. And he is very upset. Yeah, I mean, like, he fucked it all up. All Blue has to do is not fuck up now. Yeah, it's Blue's to lose at this point. Yeah. Jesse is just baby crawling it back, taking his time. He almost has, like, a, a smug on his look on his face, I feel like, just knowing it's wrapped up for Blue at this Hell point. Hell yeah. Croc, even with his big feet, did a great job. David is like, he flies in for red, just trying to make up lost time to do anything, you know, hoping that they can get some type of footing and that maybe Blue will also make a mistake and then they can overcome them. But yeah, I was worried about Croc because he's had some trouble lately. And I just feel like I don't know if Croc could take it if he fucked it up for Blue. No, he would be devastated. I think so. I'm very happy that did not happen. Uh, there's this fun moment when Mark is going for the Red Tribe and he's on like using tippy toes to enter. Like he's like testing the waters of a pool is what it looks like <laughs> as he's entering each box with his foot. And he's in for Red and he's in the same time as Croc. And it's kind of the host pits it as the two rivals going up against each other again. But I mean, Mark does very well for his size. Oh, yeah. He's super speedy. But he's all focus. He just can't make up the time that's been lost. No, there's no coming back from this. Benny Boy takes a deep breath. And he does it. <laughs> yes. Uh, you jumped ahead of me a little bit. Oh, sorry. Uh, but you're right. Amy, I, I just have a note that it comes back around to Amy, who was the first for red. Yeah. And she flies and gets the fourth one up. They make decent headway for how far behind they are. And that's also because Blue is like... Just taking their time. We can go very slowly. We can make sure every step is perfect because we were given that time. Being so deliberate. up. Because if you were to be the person on Blue who messes it up, it's you're going home. Yes. But yes, Ben, he enters with the final spool. He's got those long legs and big feet we talked about. The cleansing breath you mentioned. Mm -hmm. He places the spool. He heads home. He's very collected on the walk back. Oh, right? Like, so in control. So super just, like, focused. Tall. Lean. Does it. Yeah. He fucking, he gets home. He's like, um. Gets home. It's like sorry, you know? And sorry, you've got to, like, send your little dudes yeah. home. He gets there. He made it. He, he made it up to the safe zone. He gets the perfect roll the exact number he needed hell yeah um yeah and jordan's looking real fucking sad right now he looks sad he looks worried red got up to five they got five of eight you know it's a decent showing the host asked jordan if it's a tough loss of course it is idiot and uh <laughs> amy says that she feels shitty and if it's up to her jordan's going home he's out of here but bye jordan and with that, Jackie, should we take a quick break and come back and head into pre and tribal itself? Hell fucking yeah. 
All right. Pre-tribal and Pre-tribal tribal tribal itself. Pre-tribal and then tribal. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sure the listener understood. They understood. But they're not stupid. They're smart down under. Down under. I knew I could get you to do it again. Fuck! Welcome back. We are still diving in to Survivor Australia, episode nine. We are post-immunity challenge, pre-tribal. In that fun little time where we watched the red tribe implode. (laughs) So post-immunity, Jordan is very apologetic for completely 100% losing it for his tribe. It's hard, right? Because in a challenge like that, it's really like a tiny bump, a little mistake, and you lose it for the tribe. But I really don't feel like it's fair to nix him because of that. I don't know. I mean, I I think it might be. I like it's not that I dislike Jordan, but I yes, any little mistake loses it in this type of challenge. And he made that mistake. He made that mistake and lost it for them. And that's just undeniable. But do you think because you lose a challenge, you should be voted out? Not necessarily, but I think if I mean, rarely does that even happen, especially at this point in the game, just because alliances are so set that Jordan's alliance isn't going to be so angry at him that they're going to vote him out. But I mean, if other people are like, you know, Jordan's a threat and he fucked up this challenge and they want to use that as (laughs) leverage to try to get him voted out, I wouldn't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Okay. I think that they, they would. I think they're still far enough out from a merge with how many people are left that getting rid of such a strong player would just end in more visits to tribal at this point. Maybe. Yeah. I, I guess I do agree in general that it doesn't need to be you lost. So we're voting you out. That doesn't have to be that direct one-to-one, but he's certainly nervous He and feeling vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, Mel is kind of, it starts off with Mel on the chopping block. Right. With Josh kind of pulling for Mel because he feels like she's weak and non-committal. Like playing this middle road game. And it's just like, just because someone's not in your alliance doesn't mean that they're necessarily playing the middle road, but it seems to always be pegged like that. I mean, and most people end up playing the middle road to some extent, right? Bouncing between different alliances, just serving their own game. It's a very, like, I just want to vote you off and I'm justifying it type thing to say. Mel does have an amazing floral top on during this portion of the game, though. I love that. We've got Amy wanting to break up the couple of Josh and Jordan. Yeah, so Jordan tells Amy it's Mel. And then Mel is just like, Josh and Jordan are running things. That's not for me. I need to split the two of them up. And I'm going to accomplish that by trying to vote off Jordan. And I think that was Amy. And Amy's pulling in then Mel and Dave, right? Yeah, I said Amy, didn't I? No, you said Mel. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Khan's sister, Amy, who, I mean, she really does feel like female Khan to me in a way that I enjoy quite a bit. Like, she's conniving, but also funny. Good strategy. Yeah. And we've got Mark and Shay doing some conversating and, like, trying to figure out where they want to go. Yeah, because Mel and David are now fully on board with Amy's plan. She speaks to Mark, and he seems less committal. Like, he seems receptive, but he's asking about numbers. He's saying it's going to be close. Mark doesn't seem like you can fully trust him with his plan. And then pulling Shay into it also surprised me. And Shay, like, 
gives her lip service of like, oh, you know, sure, because I want to be with Jay and Jordan's in the way of that. Right. And like she's like gagged at first. And then, like you said, kind of starts to warm up to it. But it seems like a risky maneuver to bring Shay into it because Amy's even speaking directly on how close Jordan and Shay are. And I know that's kind of fallen on the wayside a little bit now that the cousins are back together. Right, but not so much. Not so much that she's maybe not the person to approach. Absolutely. And then we've got Shay telling Josh Uh Amy's plan. Yes. This is when things start to look bad for Amy. Josh, and then like, yeah, Josh is just pissed off and on revenge against Amy. Like, if you come for me or you come for my cousin, real quick, we're going to get you mate but then he tries to pull in dave and that's so stupid because dave fucking loves amy yeah i don't like that shay went and backstabbed amy i guess it's not really backstabbing amy but she's just not tight with amy and like amy made the mistake of pulling in shay of course shay is gonna go talk to josh and jordan about it i guess i just wanted that was amy's fuck up it was amy's fuck up i just wanted amy's plan to work i guess really i like amy okay um, I do also like Jordan's tiny little Speedo shorts that he's got on when he's talking in the water when they start to hatch their Amy revenge plan. Lots of little Speedos. Lots of little Speedos. <laughs> um, not everything's little in those Speedos, though. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my. All votes now shift to Amy. Yes. Amy is the big red tiger target. Yeah, Jordy is super anti-Amy as well. He's just, like, into... Getting rid of her. Yeah, voting with the cousins. Um, and then, But the Nina catches wind of Amy's plan. And she's surprised by it because she assumed that, um, that Amy was working with Jordan and that she was tight with those guys. Yeah. So then she's kind of like... Then it becomes this question of, like, okay, well, is Nina now going to jump over and help Amy? I maybe got Nina and Shay confused earlier. That's okay. No, I don't think so. Okay, good. I don't think so, because there is there is that whole thing with Shay as well. But then remember, Nina's like, oh, well, I might be into getting one of those guys off, because, oh, yes, you did get I Nina, because she is interested in working with one of the cousins, but the one's in the way. Yes. So much backstabbing going on. Nina wants to be Josh's number one, specifically, so is interested in voting getting out Jordan. Jordan. And then it's just, yeah, it's Josh versus Amy at Tribal. Jordan being the one Amy wants to vote off, Amy being the one Josh wants to vote off, and then Nina is the swing vote. I remember Nina saying, like, I'm not a talker, just a thinker, Mm -hmm. and how good that is for everyone involved. Like, she's not going to be, like, talking a lot of, like oh, this person went and did this, and this person went and... No, she's just taking it all in. No, that's a good point. She's bouncing around to every conversation and just absorbing the info and then making her move accordingly. I felt very curious going into this tribal who it was going to be. Yeah, me too. How do you feel about the results? Well, let's drive into tribal and find out. Okay, so the host kind of poking at this tribe. We meet again too often sad oh man okay listeners we just like binge watched season 41 of american of american survivor to get ready for the new drop of season 42 and like if this host is fussy about seeing a tribe too much like oh gosh that one tribe lost every single fucking challenge (laughs) it's very funny to bounce between a full season of 41 and then come back to Australia 
because they are very different. Yeah. The hosts are different. The whole dynamic of the show is different. And I like different things about them. I have a hard time deciding which one I prefer. I think I might like Australian better. Yeah, they give me different things. They do. They certainly do. There's this question of if tribal strength is still the number one priority. Kind of what you're speaking on, that it would be stupid to send Jordan home for that very reason, because we haven't merged yet. Uh, Talking about how strength, like, every, like, strength is different depending on what the challenge is. And Josh is like, you know, strength can be fluid Mm -hmm. where good energy and good vibes like that is like it's a form of strength and and that's like something that you can't do without that's a form of strength that you need is like good energy on the tribe well and even dave speaks to different forms of strength when he says that amy was the challenge mvp Mm -hmm. and just because she's quick and fast and that there's different skill sets that become important at different challenges so you maybe can't just vote of brute strength every time there are these different aspects to take into consideration 100 um amy openly hoping it's not her just saying that out loud lots of like talk of resume building and like lots of talk of merge it's coming up most definitely and it's always interesting like when the host is speaking on the fact that you have to build a resume to win the game, that that's an essential aspect that you can't just be floating along. So my question come merge then, is it going to be my majority couples or majority individuals? And how is that going to play out? Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, there is lots of merge talk of what dynamics, what variables, what, you know, groupings of people and number of couples are going to be present. So that'll be very interesting to see how that shakes out. I decided who the final eight should be. Okay. It should be all the couples that have names that start with the same letter. So Mel and Michelle. Okay. Croc and Chrissy, Josh and Jordan. Jesse and Jordy. Okay, I love the it. The eight of them. I mean, we come still, on. It's still the alliteration final eight. Alliteration final eight, and then go down to Josh, Jordan, Jesse, Jordy. Alliteration eight. final. Alliteration eight. J Crew final four. Damn. Like, I mean, come on. I mean, one can only hope. I hope so. Um, and yeah, speaking of hope, Jordan just saying that he's loyal. He hopes that the rest of his people are loyal. Um, are we ready to go into voting? I mean, I just want to leave it on Nina's part- parting words because I love what she said. She's like, I know who I want to wake up to tomorrow. I agree. And that's my choice. So, like, mm-hmm. regardless of all this, like, who's voting for who and who's with who, like, I know what I want. And that's where my vote's going. It's almost kind of a sad moment because Amy gives her this look after she says that, clearly thinking that that's Nina saying that she wants to wake up with Amy. And that's not what's going on. No. This is maybe the smarter move for Nina if she wants to work with Josh eventually. Yeah. Even if Jordan is in the way of that, if you vote Jordan off and Josh knows that you voted for Jordan, out, no good. Aligns yeah. out the window. No good. So, so Josh votes for Amy. Jordan goes to vote first. Yes. Um, I was worried that Nina voted Jordan because as she's writing, it looks like way more letters than just Mel or Amy. True. Find out that it was Melissa that Funny. she wrote. Amy votes for Jordan, obviously. Yes. Um, no idols played. No. The votes come in. We've got one vote for Jordan. 
Two votes for Mel, five votes for Amy. Yeah. Goodbye, Amy. Bye, Amy. Um, Jordan's saying, you're going to be all right. Um, Amy says, tell Khan I love him. And then this moment, this moment where no one was thinking, holy fuck, we're going to have to face the wrath of Khan. Oh, God. Yeah. The wrath of Khan. Oh, my gosh. Love it. Um, But, like... I know. Fuck. I know. Fuck. Khan might be very Khan's going to lose his fucking goddamn mind on these people. That's interesting. I don't know if Khan's going to react that way. I Getting rid of his little sister? Well, um, I just don't think Khan's that type of player. I I don't think Khan is going to have an emotional blow-up response. He's just, he's too smart of a player for that. I can't wait to see which one of us wins this. Amy debate. does get a big juicy hug from Juicy Dave. Aw, juicy, juicy. And... Yeah, yeah. It was nice. I like her tell Khan I love him. That's a nice moment for her to end on. Absolutely. We're getting mostly classy exits. Lots of lots of people like playing hard and then once the play ends, stepping back into like this was a fucking amazing experience and I'm just grateful I got to do it. Which I guess honestly is the the general survivor demeanor when you get voted off, unless you're salty. Or like being an asshole. Or a brat. And then, of course, the host always ends on a somewhat opaque um, riddle of some type. What did he say? What did he say? Maybe you know who you want to wake up next to, but if your eyes are closed, you may be sleeping with the enemy. Dun, dun, dun. Roll Julia Roberts movie, Sleeping with the Enemy. (laughs) Funny. Well, with that, I think that wraps up episode nine and we'll see you back for episode 10 and we'll all find out together is it the wrath of Khan or, or the kindness laugh, of Khan? the laugh of kindness of Khan. Uh, the laugh of Khan. he'll we'll laugh find it off out. we'll find out follow us at int survivor cast on twitter look out for our survivor uk survivor 42 survivor syracuse coverage Go check out our sister pod, The Batch and Castle Cast, where you can watch us make fools of ourselves laughing about The Bachelor in ABC's Castle. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye.